0: welcome to another episode of the planet fantasy podcast and as always we're your hosts damon and kyle how's it going man not bad man not bad how are you um i you know could be doing better but uh pretty much ready to be over with my quarantine and i'm pretty lively uh, i guess i could say uh you know so uh let's uh, introduce our guest for this week uh Thad is our returning guest he was on our uh I believe the Mandalorian recap episode. So, how's it going, man?
1: Pretty good. I'm here to defend my title.
0: <laughs> did we did we say that you won? I don't know about that. Was that it, a? I guess it was a.
1: You know the the, uh, the votes were already certified in Arizona and Georgia. You know they said I won. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, no, I need well, to count the other states, right? Yeah. <laughs> matter that oh <laughs> um, well i think you're gonna have uh, your hands full for this draft uh kyle you want to break down what this week's uh lovely episode is going to be about
2: yeah so this one comes straight from thad's brain man i'm so excited this is going to be absolute chaos but we are basically building our own um five-man squad for a street fight but not any street fight a sesame street fight we are. Basically taking Muppets and Sesame Street characters, if they're, they've are they been created by Jim Henson, they're up for grabs, um, in a five-person street fight. Who would be the best, most equipped, most well-equipped? Um, this could go any direction, man. I think this is going to be, again, absolute chaos. But, yeah, we have five up for grabs. Um, and then for our list game, what's our list game this week, Damon?
0: This list game is going to be pretty simple. Just the ABCs of the Muppets. Uh, so essentially any Muppet that up for the draft can be up for this. So, Thad, you want to start
1: us off with A? And uh, I'll go B, and Kyle can go C. Alright, let's, uh, let's start with the obvious. Animal. Good one, good one. I'm going to go with Beaker. Nice. Uh, Cookie Monster. Solid. Uh, let's go Denise uh uh-uh. um,
0: E. Well, okay then. <laughs> e. Ernie.
2: Nice. Um, let's go with Fozzie Bear.
0: Waka waka.
1: <laughs> okay, I have G. How about Gloria Estefan? <laughs> Wait.
0: <laughs> did they make her a Muppet? Is that what you're trying to tell me?
1: she's actually the name of a Muppet penguin.
0: She is. <laughs> she a is. I about that, that's true. All right, okay, yeah. Uh, oh man, gotta love the Muppet. <laughs> God, that caught me off guard. That. <laughs> um. Okay, I have H then. Um. I am blinking. Oh man, dang it! Uh, I I I'm, I can't think of anything. Mm. Crap, I'm out.
2: Um, I can't you judge. Know? I can't judge too harshly because I can't think of an H.
1: Thad, can you? Yeah, I can. Of course you can. Yeah. Who? Harry Monster. Harry <laughs> Monster. Is that a thing? Yeah, from Sesame Street. He's uh. He's uh, he's like a pink, almost purple Muppet. Always hangs out with uh, another Muppet that I'm not going to say who begins with a G. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, I'll take your word for
1: it. You know, I, I can't,
0: uh, hairy monster, it's spelled like, oh, he looks kind of like a, he looks kind of like Oster of the Grouch-ish, sort of, blue and, I don't know, eh, bigger nose. He's weird, but yeah. Okay. He's definitely a character, so, well then. So, what's next? Uh, Kyle, you're up on I. Yeah. Um, let's see.
2: I mean, this is probably just going to be Thad's game because I can't think of an eye.
0: Is there an Ichabod Crane?
2: <laughs> an Ivan the Terrible Muppet?
0: Sure there are.
2: Yeah, I, I'm out. That, that's... wow.
1: Alright, hit us. With well, the knife. Non- yeah. Uh, the only one I could really think of is Indiana? Sure. He's a... <laughs> he's like a rat that they did after uh, Indiana Jones. Oh... Of course. He's got Indiana Jones, hat, he's got the same outfit. Wow. That's fair. Okay, well, that,
0: of course, that means you are the winner for this list game, and you get to choose the order for the draft.
1: Yes. Okay. I want the first pick. Fair. And then we will go Damon Kyle.
0: All right. Kyle with the turn. All right. Okay, Thad, this is a, this is your draft to begin. This was your whole idea. So you have everybody on the board. And so just to remind everybody, this is picking who we think would dominate in the street fight, who would be a part of a five member five member gang that could, you know, kind of be kind of a good teammate, but really just trying to really just kick some ass. So with
1: that who do you have for your first pick. All right. For Pick number 1. I well, I'm sorry. For pick number 1. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh, no. <laughs> I've got Count Vaughn. Count. The Count. The Count
0: is in the house. He's <laughs> off the number 1. Is that his favorite number guys? Cuz I mean, it is a great. It just think... might be I think it's got to be seven, right? Seven. Seven is favorite. I think so. Why would you say seven is his favorite number? Isn't that like traditionally
1: like a lucky number, like a good, like a good number? He just always seems to stop at seven, and I mean, he does seem to get the most maniacal laugh out of the seven, like <laughs> seven, seven. Ah, yeah. ah, ah.
2: It is also the most <laughs> magical number due to binge mode. So there's also that.
0: It's a great point. That's, that's all right, so break it down the main reasons why you think Couch is the number one pick.
1: Well, first of all, he's a vampire. He comes with all the vampire powers. He can turn into a <laughs> bat, super strength. Obviously, he can fly. Uh, He may be immortal. This is true. Uh, He is. Listen to this, guys. According to the count himself, he is 6,511 years old. (laughs) He knows how to count. So, I mean, we have to trust him on that one. He may be the oldest thing in existence. He may be. Uh, you know, he just, he recently, uh, took down a president. I don't know if you guys heard. <laughs> he's rich. I always forget about that. Yep. He has the count mobile. No. Oh, so, so is he like
0: financing the gang for the street fight? You know, he's getting everybody the right weapons. Is he the Batman? Of oh this yeah. Gang?
1: He might be. <laughs> he's the literal Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he's a literal Batman. And he also has a bunch of countesses that can help him out. That's very true. I don't, well, I
0: guess we can allow that. I mean, I mean, yeah, what? he can bring the light.
2: Hang on. Let me raise I'm, this question before anyone else picks, because I don't know who's picking them, but if Bert is picked, does that mean Ernie is on the table as well?
0: They are separate. They're separate entities. They are, okay. They are separate entities, um because they're you know together they would just be too strong
1: that's true yeah this this is definitely like a harlem heat situation here like one is booker t one is stevie ray you can't have them both together
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay well i can't i can't really argue on that count pretty much is the most supernatural of the whole crew and it's probably the strongest and most dangerous um he doesn't seem to be a very violent person. Of course, I mean, you know, other than the whole being a vampire thing, he seems to like just really like counting. Um, would he not maybe get distracted that just, you know, being bored there? You know, he's like, oh, I just, uh, you know, I just want to count instead. I I could see him maybe being
1: being a little wanderlust going on. I, think- I mean, I just something. I guess that's a fair point, but I mean, he is super rich. <laughs> And one of his countesses is Susan Sarandon. Oh,
2: shit. Didn't take that into account.
1: Well, dang. When you've got
2: Sarandon on your side, I mean, what else is there to say?
0: This is a great A A pick, I have to say. So, I don't know how we're going to compete with it. But uh, I'm I'm going to try here. So, you went with Count Von Count um, to counter the Count. I'm going with someone who has probably been in the most amount of fights out of all these characters. And pretty much every time, she kicks everyone's ass. I gotta go with my girl, Miss Piggy. Yep. Like, come on. She should have been number one, to be honest. She might not be a supernatural vampire, but I feel like the Count would be scared of her. You don't miss- mess with her like she will just give you the 1 2 the uppercut and then Hah! she'll jump from the top rope. She will go all out. Um she will brawl with anybody and everybody. Like she's just going to be just a riot out there and everyone's going to be really, really really trying to get out of her way. So Miss Piggy is the rightful number 1 pick. Okay. Um, I mean before it's, it's just... go ahead then.
1: Yeah, before I, I got a bone to pick with you. You went Haya, but you didn't really give a Miss Piggy Haya. I I I feel like you need to do a Miss Piggy impersonation of her Haya. I... See, I can't do it. So, don't it. uh, be bad
0: anyways. But, uh... She she does it way better, okay? And rightfully so. Those karate chops are lethal. for They're
2: lethal. And honestly, I think, so this was obviously going to be, I figured the first pick between the three of us, one of us is going to pick her first. Um, uh, Miss Piggy, like much like uh, my boy Maul on clone wars and rebels is pretty much exists just for unbridled rage alone. Um, And I love it. Uh, I feel like the impetus for her joining this gang is, is sensing that Kermit is in danger um, and then all bets are off, man. Like, Miss Piggy, do not piss her off. Like, I I love that about her. Um, yeah, those those karate chops are, are lethal. Thad, what do you think?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I like Miss Piggy. She was obviously one of the first picks that I thought was going to go off the board. Uh, you know, she comes with a poodle. <laughs> sure. This is true. She has backup. She has fufu the poodle. <laughs> uh, she probably has a swarm of fans that are willing to protect her. She is she true. is ultra famous. That's very true. Uh, but, you know, she does have a weakness for frogs and mirrors. Well, you
0: know, I, I think I'll be okay in a street fight no, as long as no mirrors or frog show. <laughs> I think I'll be
2: <laughs> you know, like they always do in street fights. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, those dang frogs and mirrors just showing
1: up when you least expect it. <laughs> but she is a highly skilled martial artist. You can't yep. argue that. Straight up like a... with
0: anger issues. She's, hurt with anger. <laughs> She's like the Hulk, okay? <laughs> martial as a martial artist, you know. She, just the angrier she gets, the more uh, pain she's going to give out. So I like it. It's a, it's right.
2: a pretty natural uh, first pick, so I like it. All right, Kyle.
0: You got the turn. You got two picks in a row. What's your first?
2: Okay. Um, this is interesting. So, okay, I'm going to go with this one. Um, it's a little out of left field. I did not I, – I kind of like – I feel like my brain – like intentionally forgot this character because of how freaky he looks um do me a favor if you're not familiar and look up or google uh crazy harry from the muppets ah um crazy he he looks harry. utterly terrifying
0: the um, <laughs> that guy i know what you're <laughs> yeah. talking uh
2: he's a pyrotechnic expert on the muppet show um He's pretty much the Seamus Finnegan of the Muppet universe. Just he has a penchant for blowing things up. Uh, his trademark is that he would just show up at the slightest mention of an explosive related word and just be like, you know, did somebody say bang and then set off an explosion? Um, he's a wild card. And I really want someone like that on my on my crew. Uh, the rest of my choices are going to be people who are just going to be down to fight. But I feel like Crazy Harry will be the one to show up at the end. Um And just kind of fuck everything up. Uh, And again, we're talking street fights. This is going to get down and gritty. This is not a a Muppet rated street fight. Like this is a, this is a street fight, a full out brawl. And again, I'm just going off of image alone. Someday, you know, when we post this, this podcast and we we show a picture with it, I I implore Damon to include a picture of this Muppet because uh,
0: I will, I mean. He's pretty much the first Muppet to, uh, to do math. <laughs> that's exactly what he looks like.
2: <laughs> He's terrifying. So, uh, so that's got to be my first pick.
0: Okay, that that's a really good pick because, I mean, you, you need people who are unhinged. You need people who are unpredictable. And there's nothing more unpredictable than this, this meth head of a Muppet who could at any point just blow the whole place up. <laughs> you know, that, that thing's a wild card. Dad, what do you
1: think? Yeah, uh... I gotta say I kinda forgot about him too. But now that you said it, it's like alright. Oh, oh that he guy is the Yeah, he is the only one that uh Stapler and Waldorf were just openly scared of. <laughs> and you know, they're two old guys who sit in the balcony and they give zero Fs about anyone. <laughs> so if they scare them, then you know, whoa.
0: Yeah, I mean, he—I believe he played the triangle the first couple seasons of the he original did. Muppet Show. So it shows that he has—he's able to just you know do his do his part. But at the end of the day, he just loves his explosives. So if if something doesn't blow up by the end of the fight, I would be very disappointed and crazy, Harry. All right. Well, I don't know the first pick though, Kyle. I will say that just only because. I believe both like, like that's so a, he didn't remember him until now. And I didn't think of him until you mentioned, him. but it is a very solid pick. So I want to see who you're backing the right. up with. Um,
2: so, you know, I had to do, I had to do the trademark thing and go for the obscure pick first. Now I'm going to bring it back to the one we all know deserves to be picked first. I got to go with my boy animal. I mean, I have to, I mean, just animal is the best man. Um, uh, growing up animal was always my favorite Muppet probably My favorite between the two shows, um, And then I started playing drums and it was solidified like, okay, this is my actual spirit animal. Uh, I I love everything about animal. I think he would be absolutely just wonderful hang, but we're talking street fight. And I think that that applies here too. I think that he is going to gel with his team, but also he's an animal. Like he is unpredictable. He is going to go wild fighting these other people. Um, and, yeah, I, I want to see him bring his drumsticks out. Uh, I No holds barred. I think that he would just let loose like he's playing a drum solo. And I'd love to see the energy he would bring.
0: Oh, man, that's a great pick. I mean, I mean that's, that's who I was expecting for your first pick. But, I mean, he has so much energy. He he's just literally can be everywhere at once. Um, and he just doesn't stop until he's literally knocked out cold and even then he'll probably just come to and keep on going um I would love to see him in like kind of like a that three-way fight against Miss Piggy and count just to see like see her strength and and count strength against animals just just agility and straight up like animalistic speed uh, what do you think that
1: yeah uh, he's got the speed he's got I think like an endless supply of drumsticks too. <laughs> like not not the food like actual drumsticks kind of like donkey kong and the yeah. barrels how he's just yeah. like somehow pulling them from behind his back and then oh there's another barrel
0: <laughs> yes
1: that's true and i
0: mean those are those are pretty good weapons you know he'll always have something to swing i think he comes with a large
1: chain too
0: that's also true.
1: You could go yeah, home the, with that. Uh, the the uh, John Cena Doctor of Thugonomics chain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a call! Uh, oh man, he's got weapons at his disposal, along with his his speed and his just his brutal attacking aggression. Um, the only question I wonder is just like, I wonder with all that, I wonder how easy it would be to take him down. Just from like as far as like the point of view from like maybe count or or, or miss piggy i wonder i'm not really sure how i feel like he could take a beating but at some point i feel like he would run out like he would just be knocked out
1: of the fight i don't know what do you well frank oz the guy who did his voice when asked was he summed up animal in five words he said he summed up animal with the words sex sleep Food, drums, and pain.
0: <laughs> wow, he, he sure did. Now I have that image of the fact that I do I mean, of course he does, but we, <sighs> yep, can't we, unsee. We, that. Well, those, those are perfect words, right? <laughs> Uh, especially the pain. So, so I guess that means that, yeah, he, he'll, he'll be okay. He'll, he'll be able to take it. Um, so to say, well, that, so that gives us crazy Harry and animal, um, to combat that. I'm going to have to figure out someone to, to pair up with Miss Piggy. Um, and I, I think I'm going to go with a little bit more size on my squad. Okay. Street fight. You need some muscle. You need some meat shield. Someone who can take some damage and give some damage out. There's not much more you could do better than uh than my boy, Sweetums. Ooh, great call. Yeah, the big old lovable Sweetums. Uh, what's the best way to uh describe Sweetums? He's um he's the really really large one with the really big eyes. It kind of kind of looks like a um sasquatch yeah. almost, like a yeti, like a like a pirate yeti. Um, just is always lumbering around. Really big mouth and nose. Um, but yeah, Sweetums has been in a lot of the uh, movies as well as the show. Um, I just think having that size would be great to pair with Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy would have the the rage. And Sweetums would just be able to just take a lot of the damage. And, you, you know, actually really be a really good cover for the other people I'm going to be picking.
1: So what do y'all think? Yeah, you know, he's an ogre.
0: Is that yeah, what he he's... really is? That makes a lot of
1: <laughs> a hairy ogre. That's yeah. Oh, he's man. an ogre with quarantine yeah, hair.
0: <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Quarantine <laughs> hair, and it looks like we're in a burlap sack as well. So you know, he he doesn't care about maintenance. He has really really big ass feet. So like, if he wants to like kick somebody, they're 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 not going to do very well afterwards. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I, think I think y'all got some trouble. there's also uh one
2: factor that wasn't even mentioned but might be his best um his best shot coming into this is the intimidation factor um just looking at like his stature he's probably gonna be you know towering over everyone in this fight um and mm-hmm. even when he smiles he's legitimately kind of terrifying to look at so <laughs> uh I think that he will just, just oh. scare the piss out of the other Squads before the fight even begins.
0: I didn't even mention he also has a huge ass club (laughs) that he carries and just mashes. So, like,
1: man, he's gonna do some damage. Dad, are you scared? I'm not scared because you you picked another character with a soft spot for frogs. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's true. Sweetums has a soft spot for Robin the Frog.
0: Well, unless you're going to get Robin on your team, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> unless we just stumble upon the Frog Academy like household or something, I, I think my team will be all right. Unless you have some some crazy frog trick coming coming that, I wouldn't put it past you, but I
1: mean, I think you just admitted that you're going to pick Robin next. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Robin will beat Robin will
0: have no 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 uh, place on my team. <laughs> my team is has a very planned out strategy. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> with no frogs. No frogs. <laughs> but all right, dad. So you, you gave us the first pick of the draft. Now we're back for your turn. Uh, who do you got?
1: All right. I've got a couple of choices that I, I thought these guys would be off the board by now. So now I'm kind of thinking about who I want to pick. Who's more likely to make it through the next round and still be there for me? So, I think to combat your size, I'm going to go with Big Bird. Mm. Yep.
0: Big Bird, the Yellow Bird himself. I mean, that's that's pretty standard. I thought about it, but Big Bird's a bit of a softy.
1: Dad. Are you sure he grew up in New York? He survived. <laughs> Cause you look at him, people—he like people wasn't going to
0: mess with Big Bird, and he's a nice guy, you know. He had a good reputation about him, but that doesn't mean he can Damn down. He
1: doesn't wear shoes, and he lived in New York.
0: <laughs> he's John McClane. <laughs> Basically, you don't like, fuck oh,
1: with someone yeah. that doesn't cause... wear shoes in New York.
0: <laughs> I, I argue with that, okay? But that doesn't speak of his fighting okay, prowess. How about this? Okay? Yeah, tell he's 8'2". He's 8'2", eight eight <laughs> <Eight laughs>
1: that's true. 280 so pounds!
0: <laughs> I'm not saying that he's not, like, he, he ain't gonna be able to take a hit. I'm just saying... He might not be the best at throwing one, okay. Um, but it is Uh, okay. I I can't say. Hey, okay, Kyle, uh, what do you think? I
2: I disagree. I think that like Bad just said, with the size alone, I think that he almost doesn't need to be great at throwing punches or throwing hits because he can just kind of body himself into an opponent. Um. There is a weird, weird corner of the internet that has these memes with Big Bird that are the funniest shit ever that I will not share because some of them are, are pretty dark humor. But um, he is just the king of, like, memes right now. And there's a reason why. is like, he, he may be a little friendly, Big Bird, but, like, the stature alone makes him a little bit imposing when it comes to a fight. Um, and, yeah, I think that um, that's a perfect match for Sweetums. I would love to see the standoff between them. Um, I think that Big Bird is, like, um, I, I don't want to say sneaky good pick, because he's such a, you know, an A-lister with all these characters, but a sneaky good pick in this context. So that's, I, I love that pick.
0: Sweetums is going to have himself some bird for dinner.
1: <laughs> I just have to say, I think we're ignoring the fact that Big Bird is, like, 40% beak. <laughs> And tw- and like thirty percent legs, and- so you're you're gonna get attacked is- and pecked to death with a big ass beak, and maybe kicked to death with his long legs. That's very true.
0: Oh, hey, Sweden! has got a bat. He's got a club. He can keep the distance. It's gonna be a really good old fight. I, I cannot wait to see that one. Um. All right. So you gave us some size, uh, along with Count and his uh. His flying and his uh, vampiric ways, who you got
1: for your third pick? Third pick, I am going to go with someone who has a lot of weapons with him. I'm going to go with the Swedish Chef. Mm.
0: Very solid. He was on my board for sure.
1: he's He's got the artillery, man. Comes with a bunch of knives. Forks. Needles. (laughs) I think think those are injectors. but You don't know what's in that basting liquid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's just going to inject people with fucking (laughs) herbs and
1: poison. Look, there is a lethal amount of salt that you can inject into someone. Oh my god. (laughs) He's going to... Oh, I love that. No,
0: I, I, um, I, I was definitely thinking the same thing as far as uh, wanting to draft him because, I mean, he, he's no one to play with. Like, he, he takes his business seriously, and uh, if he knew this would get him ahead, uh, I feel like he would go ham on some people. I mean, he's, he's got so many different knives, um, and he knows how to use them, you know. And he's just a very entertaining person to watch, too. So I feel like uh that's both almost would want him think, to
2: how? narrate the fight rather than fight it just cuz i love listening to him talk um but yeah i mean he's more than any of these he's got the arsenal he's got any number of kitchen tools to pull from i can definitely see him just beating the shit out of miss piggy with like a what do you call it, like a dough roller um yeah this could get really <laughs> bloody with uh with this chef and i'm here for it <laughs>
1: They call, <laughs> the the per- <laughs> they call him the
2: butcher. They call him the butcher.
1: Well, you know what else he has? Oh, He also has human hands. That's very true.
0: <laughs> so he can actually yeah, hold things has properly. Thumbs. In, in like... He has opposable thumbs. <laughs> he has... Those, those come in handy in a in a street fight. So he could be the X factor of this whole thing. Um I'm I'm really digging it. Swedish with a, along with Bird and Count, that is a very very trippy tra- uh, dangerous trio right there. So I'm hmm, going to have to come up with someone who can help me combat that, okay? So I'm going to go with one more juggernaut of a fighter. But this guy is just loose he is out there he is nuts um and he only has one thing on Mm. mind and it's the cookie and it's cookie monster and he's going to be robbed by miss piggy and sweetums with like a, a truckload of cookies so he's ready to literally destroy everyone in his path to get in that truck of cookies so what you gonna do about Cookie Monster?
2: Um, I'll Cow. throw a cookie to the side of the street and then finish my street bite.
0: <laughs> that will be a millisecond, and he will be back on you <laughs> like you're a cookie.
1: What if he throws that cookie in the street and the Count runs him over with the Count Mobile? <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys,
0: I'm telling you, Cookie Monster is not going to be distracted like that when he's been promised cookies that y'all won't be able to deliver on. Like he he will be able to keep focused for at least the two minutes where he can do all the damage. He can he can resist. He can resist a couple cookies. He's not gonna run out in the road, I hope <laughs> not he'll, he'll do better. Okay. <laughs> you know, that it's slightly worrisome. But I think to have that that uh just that super raw strength and anger of at wanting to get those cookies I think is going to be an upper hand that I'll, I'll have at least for a couple minutes before he is inevitably probably swayed.
2: What's, what's the over uh, under likability uh, What's the over under like of Cookie Monster eating one of his opponents?
0: <laughs> i mean i'm hoping for it especially maybe like they hide cookies on y'all maybe as soon as like he sees y'all have cookies he's gonna try to eat y'all so I think well that, that's you know, a
1: scary part because he, makes, he has just eaten pots and pans before so we can't throw out that mm-hmm. he wouldn't eat human flesh I mean, I could see him eating Animal whole. <laughs> I don't know about Animal.
2: I mean, I could see him eating someone else. Animal would maybe put up a fight.
0: He could literally Let's eat just Animal Let's say Swedish Chef
2: probably already <laughs> smells like a cookie. I'm just saying. <laughs> Is there <it> baking <laughs> in a, in a yeah,
1: kitchen all the time? I'm just have, saying. Have, have... I, th- I think we're missing the... There's an elephant well. in the room here, guys. Cookie Monster. Uh famously, has terrible vision. That's very true. I mean, yes. have you seen him try to yes, eat a very... cookie? <laughs> he doesn't actually eat any of the cookie.
0: He's a Muppet. He literally can't eat a cookie. He knows this. He's very sensitive about it. You try to bring it.
1: Okay? See also, takes it. I would just like to commend us, because you... Just constantly kept saying that Cookie Monster could be swayed by the cookie, and none of us laughed. Yeah. So <laughs> we're better than that, Dad. We're better than that. Yes, <laughs> totally.
0: We are, you're okay. We we are uh, functioning <laughs> adults. So to our next pick on this Muppet All Street Fight track, um,
2: that's does that take us I back feel- to moi? All right. Um, yes, your your third pick. I think or... I'm gonna go with. Let's see. Yeah. All right. Let's go with. Um, this is someone who is probably no stranger to a street fight. Um, where he lives, I'm sure he's endured many. He's probably been a part of many. Uh, you kind of have to if you live in a dumpster. So I got to go with Oscar the Grouch. I mean, come on. This is a this is a no brainer. Um, he literally lives in a trash can. I don't care if he lives on Sesame Street. He still lives on the street. And so he's had to make his way his entire life. Oscar the Grouch is also, just just like Miss Piggy, fueled by anger. If someone is pissing him off, eventually he's going to snap. And, yeah, I I I don't think that anyone will last longer than Oscar. I think he'll just keep fighting, even when the fight's over, because he's just pissed at everyone. And, yeah, once again, I don't care if it's Sesame Street when you've lived on the street your entire life. You've been to a couple fights. So, Oscar the Grouch.
0: He lives in a trash can. I I definitely am not going to uh, doubt his uh, level of toughness. Um, He is an asshole, uh, definitely. So, it just fits into the fact that he probably would be able to throw hands. Um, Not to mention, he has a lid of a trash can he can use as a weapon or as as a shield. He could probably roll his trash can and roll people over. Um, I could see him doing really whatever it took to get people off his fucking street and leave him alone. So as far as a team of him and Animal and Crazy Harry, that's just a team of just um, down on their luck people, I have to say. other like I mean, Animal's living it up always,
1: but they're just a bit... Tough, rough around the edges. Yeah, I, you know, I, I say, and another positive with this pick is that that kind of helps Kyle with the with his size issue for his team. Oscar the Grouch, sneaky, listed at eight foot two as well. Uh, excuse me. Holy hell! <laughs> uh, yes, he Oscar the Grouch is billed at eight foot two. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Sure, I I totally knew that. Yeah, that's why I picked him. <laughs> he might have, like, some Akame type powers from Fantastic Beasts, how he just adjusts his size to fit the surface area that he's in. That's uh, yeah, there you go.
2: scary. Oscar the Grouch, the most mythical of, of all of our, our picks, because he can shrink. He's Ant-Man. He's Ant-Man. Oscar the Grouch is Ant-Man.
0: Yeah, I mean with that size I have to say your team is shaping up to be a very frightful team. Uh Oscar the Grouch is is just ginormous, good lord. That that trash I want to say too the, the
2: being down on their luck factor, I will take that as a positive for my team. Thank you very much because this is a street fight. They have nothing to lose. So,
0: yeah, definitely they will take it to us. So I dig it. Who who are you adding then as your fourth? Uh, okay, so fourth for Muppets. number
2: four, let's go with um. Hmm. This is one who's kind of part of a pair. It's not Bird or Ernie, but another one who's kind of part of a pair. Um, but I'm gonna go with my man Beaker, uh, just for the factor alone of like you don't know what he's gonna bring to the fight. Um, just like uh, just like the Swedish Chef, he's got his arsenal, but he's bringing. He could bring, you know, some straight up just like acid to the to the fight. Um, exactly. Like, I, Beaker's a everybody. little wild card, too, because I just, you know, crazy Harry's bringing the explosives, but Beaker might be supplying him with what he needs for the explosives. Um, and Beaker always kind of freaked me out as a kid. Uh, I don't know if it was the voice or, or whatever. Maybe it was an aversion to science at a young age. I don't know. But uh, Beaker just, yeah, he's got that kind of, edge factor that I think a lot of these different teammates have and yeah I think that you know he can show up with some kind of bomb he just concocted just hand it to Crazy Harry and duck for cover
0: yeah so you call Crazy Harry kind of the, the Shame Seamus of uh, the Muppet world but mm-hmm. Beaker is oh, kind yeah. of also the the shameless. you know he's getting blown up and shocked and all kinds of crazy stuff happening to him for shot value you know him and his just wide open mouth at all times. But uh, having two of those is very interesting because you, you really can set up a bunch of different traps and tricks for everybody. Um, really just kind of adding the science to the street fight.
1: I, I yeah, do you really know, uh, another person who, like you said, you wouldn't mind having announced the street fight. You know, Kyle, you, uh, you talked yeah. about... Maybe his voice, yeah. freaked you out. Uh, what? Uh, you got an impersonation of the voice? Oh boy, um, I'm only two beers in. It's gonna take about five. Uh,
2: Beaker has shown up and he's got a pipe bomb.
0: Meep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was a uh, serviceable. I guess we'll, say. we'll we'll go with. Um, yeah. I, I like the pick. I, I like that you're going a little, just kind of a little off the road, as far as, you know, what you would think of who you get for a street fight. Um, I am scared as far as if people get their hands on crazy Harry or beaker, I think they're done for, but if they're able to kind of stay away and just keep themselves protected while like using all of their smarts and explosives, I think you have a really pretty decent shot, man. I dig it. Um, do you think that te- his team could uh, could be
1: uh, dangerous? I threat? think Oscar's size is going to help, but having two kind of small Muppets on his team may hurt him. That's fair. Possibly, it's de-
0: it's definitely could could hurt him. But uh, it could be, like, the the key factor to, to keeping everyone on his team, uh, you know, untouched. So we'll, we'll have to see. But that uh, brings us around to my my fourth pick. So I have some some nice uh, strong brutes and a lot of muscle, um, some nice martial arts and, and fighting skills. Um, I need someone who's just straight up going to be be a street rat, just someone who's Who's gonna fight and play dirty? That's my boy Rizzo, Rizzo the Rat. Like, you gotta have Rizzo in this fight. He's gonna play dirty. He's gonna do literally whatever it takes. He's gonna bite ankles. He's gonna shift people. He's gonna be hiding in people's hair, waiting to attack. Um, It's gonna be really hard to get him because he's just so sneaky, you know? So, he's gonna do so much damage without even being touched without even being realized where he is for a while. So Rizzo's going to be my, my uh, little X-Factor. Uh, yeah, X-Factor
2: is the right way to phrase it. I think Rizzo is is the most natural pick for this so far. Um, we're Again, we're talking about a street fight, and this is a rat. Like, he belongs here. I think, like you said, he'll be able to uh, sneak in around places. We've been talking about size a lot, but Rizzo is the one to – like you know, again, sneak around in places that the other teammates maybe couldn't get into, um, and he will most certainly be fighting dirty. I have no doubt in my mind about that.
1: So, Bad. That... do you think it might be an issue that he has a bed in Oscar's trash can?
0: <laughs> As in, like, yeah, too good of friends to fight each other. Nah, he he uh, he knows what's up. He knows if he uh, gets the shiv, Oscar, he gets the whole trash can. So maybe this that's what sets the fight thing.
2: off. They're fighting over the trash can, and then they just form their their squads.
0: <laughs> They're like, Rizzo tells everybody, guys, it's huge. There's like a whole city down They're there. They're just
1: fighting over the DVR. <laughs> you know, it's a
0: Yep, Rizzo's like, I got all fourteen <laughs> seasons of Grey's Anatomy on there. Oscar, uh, erase it.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oscar definitely, yeah, Oscar definitely has like every season of Ninety Day Fiance on the DVR. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's real television,
0: <laughs> damn it. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> oh, okay, okay. So now we know the stakes of of this fight. Um, so uh, Rizzo's Rizzo's ready to fight for it all. Uh, Dad, who are you bringing to uh, to the fight along with the chef, the bird, and the count? All right, I've got.
1: Let's see. I'm gonna go for some more supernatural here. I am gonna go. Oh. For Super Grover. 2.0. Oh my god. Of course. Super Grover. Grover. 2.0. A.K.A. Grover Kent. He's got a super suit. Of course he's got powers. He can fly. Possible invulnerability to any pain. He does have issues with crash landing when he's coming down from flying, but he's always, you know, pops right back up. Like, hey, I'm good. I'm good. What did I miss? That's true. He does have the powers of observation and investigation. So, you know, he, he will quickly determine either team's weakness and will help us just exploit it.
0: Okay. Kyle, how how do you feel about Super you, Grover you had being lasted. put on the board?
2: Um, I think in a street fight, observation and investigation are going to get you nowhere. If anything, they're going to get you punched in the face because you're not going to be paying attention to the fight. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, this podcast knows, Damon knows how much of a Superman fanboy I am. So I can't knock this pick. Uh, Super Grover is a, is a natural pick. I The invincibility card is almost like a... a Get out of jail free card, but I um completely forgot about him until this draft, and now I'm kicking myself but that's yeah it's a natural pick i think if anything if it, if there's any detriment to his team it's going to be that he tries to steal all the glory and then maybe his teammates turn on him um especially you know with like the count being on that team but otherwise yeah it's an it's a natural pick
0: so while super Grover is great at at doing his his whole superhero thing. I think he is ill-fitted for a street fight against these people. Like, for one, you said he cannot land very well. Like, okay, so the whole flying thing, it really isn't getting him anywhere in this fight. And then, maybe he's invincible, but he's just, I feel like he's gonna get beat down, um, and he's just not gonna be able to do much of his own thing. You know, I don't know. Is he a very skilled fighter? Uh, he is myself. a skilled fighter.
1: Uh, so, so tell us. He has been in fights. Okay, We have okay. seen him just Miss Piggy style with boom, both forearms, send a couple other bad Muppets flying.
0: Okay. Well then, that is dis- discerning. Um, okay, then. That, no, that I mean, the crash landings as are as an as issue. I, I mean, thinking. I gotta admit. Um, but... <laughs>
1: He can. He can recover. He, he can recover.
0: So, I have to say, you know, that's a pretty good pick, but almost, I feel like, I don't know, I just don't know how well he gel, gels with the rest of your team, you know? Like, could he maybe be taking the, the spotlight from everybody and, and not properly sharing? I wonder if it's going to Also, they're all willing to fight the in this,
2: this street fight, and I feel like Super Grover is going to feel like that's beneath him, right? Like, he's going to go, I'm going to go off and fight crime. You guys handle this. I'll take care of the cleanup afterwards.
1: I mean, the count is rich, though, and he can upgrade his suit. <laughs> he might end up with an Iron Man style okay. suit. <laughs> <So now we've>... <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got the superior Grover. <laughs> Okay, that 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 is intriguing enough for me to to very much like this pick because I now I want to see Grover in a in a super updated suit financed by the Count. Um, I kind of want to see Big Bird in one too. I, I just want them all to see them in like you want super Big Bird six, in the count. Grouch
1: Buster. You... <laughs> in ca- Grouch Buster. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly, and Swedish Chef just has like really cool shades and like. High vibranium like, super advanced tech <laughs> knives, like on his guys. <laughs> I can't wait to see.
2: Uh, I can't wait to see the count versus uh Grover, Dawn of Sesame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, don't forget about the rise of the buns. Okay, well, then, Dad, uh, you've crafted a fairly fairly strong team. Who is
1: rounding it out for now, that have got. A, I'm torn between a couple picks, but since I kind of leaned into superpowers and supernatural beings, I'm gonna go with someone who I believe to be the most supernatural of any character in either universe. Prairie Dawn. Prairie who? Prairie Dawn. Prairie Dawn. Yep. Right. Okay. She is Prairie Dawn, uh, a seven-year-old Muppet on Sesame Street. Oh, now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Let me give you a uh, a little description here. She's uh, she's known for her charm that can be very disarming to adults. She's, uh, known for getting her way. She comes with a giant pet snake. She has no nose. Okay. Um. And obviously is wearing a wig. Do- <laughs> Does this sound familiar to you guys? No. I believe Prairie Dawn is Voldemort. Are you saying <laughs> You mean Voldemort with the ever impressive
2: track record of losing every fight he's been in?
0: <laughs>
2: Only the <to> Harry
0: Potter. <laughs> and he's masquerading it as sounds a, like a very classic a, like Voldemort a sixty year old puppet, Like
1: <laughs> unless y'all got Harry Potter, I gotta say y'all are boned. <laughs> I. You know, if
0: in fact Prairie Dawn was Lord Voldemort in disguise, I would have to say we would be in trouble. Yeah, I think I she's don't just a seven think year old that's girl. That's the
1: case. With no that... nose and a giant snake. Oh, char- no
2: nose, <laughs> then that means I guess she can't smell her opponents coming. Like, this, this doesn't sound like a positive, my man.
1: This snake is it's Sammy giant snake. snake, it's, snake <laughs> it's Sam, who follows her every command, and she has no nose, just like Voldemort. I believe she's Voldemort.
0: Okay, Thad. Um, you know what? You you keep thinking that. Um, because that for us, I, I I love this pick. Um. We'll we'll have to just see what happens at uh, the battle. You know what? This battle's gonna be real quick because when she avada um, kedavra's
1: everyone else. <laughs> Come on, that's a wrap. It's a wrap.
2: <laughs> Does this mean we get to pick Harry Potter puppet pals too? Are they on the table? Because I'll do it. I swear to God, I'll do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I was thinking about Yoda. <laughs> and y'all <are> all these. <laughs> No Thad, that that is a very legal pick but like we said it's going to be up to to everyone on their own to, to determine if prairie dawn is in fact uh, <laughs> he who must not be named her or, or all i'm saying is he hit himself Muppet, in a
1: book though that th- he yeah. you know i don't think muppets are off the board <laughs> Well, Prairie Dawn is off the board at your
0: pick number five to round out your your gang. Do you have an awesome little Muppet gang uh, name? I for didn't really think squad? about it,
1: but uh, I think we're gonna call ourselves the Death Eaters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, the Death Eaters is Prairie Dawn. Uh, Prairie Dawn is Voldemort. Eaters, so
1: it that's it. We're rolling.
0: All right, all right. Uh, so, uh, to contend with that, uh, let's see. Just to recap, my squad is, consists of Miss Piggy, Sweetums the Ogre, Cookie Monster, and Rizzo the Rat. And to round it off, um, hmm, I'm going to go with someone who y'all might not be very familiar with, but uh, he is oh, no. known for eating Muppets. So y'all aren't ready. It's Morgan uh, Heap. Yep. The purple Muppet monster. So this guy literally eats Muppets, y'all. Like, that's his thing. He just eats them. He's this big old purple fluffy guy with like these, these upturned ears, big old nose, and he's just eating Muppets. So, um, I don't know. Cookie. We were talking about if Cookie Monster might eat one whole. Gorgon Heap That's is true. eating Prairie Don whole. So come at me both. What y'all he think about it the
2: literal Muppet eater, so I I don't have much to say against that. Um, maybe just the, I I have one defense left, but I want to hold off until I make my final pick. So Thad, what what do
1: you think? Uh, you know, I think the the clear defense against that is. Avada Kedavra. <laughs> I sure hope
0: you. Uh, uh, I want to make it clear: Prairie doesn't magic.
2: have opposable thumbs like her friend Swedish Chef.
0: Can't hold a <laughs> wand. <laughs> um uh Kyle how do you how do you so yeah so you're scared of Gorgon Heap you think uh uh yeah i mean think i think i might have uh, you know, maybe made Gordon the pick Heap of the is, draft i'm kind not
2: of... super familiar i had to look him up when you mentioned him but um yeah he's we were worried about cookie monster maybe eating someone's hand off because of a cookie but Gorgon Heap's sole purpose in life is to eat actual muppets so there's really not i mean he's the galactus right like he's just that's his sole purpose so uh yeah, there's not a big defense against that. The yeah. Um,
1: yeah, you know, Desert I remember that, him from um... that uh that Muppet show special that kind of traumatized a bunch of kids. <laughs> the uh, I think it was I think it was called uh these a the Muppet show like sex and violence. That was the pilot. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, was, I mean, not really the... Crazy Harry. <laughs> I mean, these are all just the exact figures you want for the sex and violence.
0: <laughs> He's all about it, you know, at least the violence part. It's true. And, you know, and you did say Cookie text. Monster will do
1: anything for the cookie, so... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, see,
0: my team is is all about what they can get out of this fight. Uh, Gorgon's just there because he was told he could eat some Muppets. You know, Rizzo's there so he can get his uh the trash can from Oscar. Cookie Monster's got a truck cookies waiting on him. Sweetums, I'm not really sure what Sweetums is there for. I think because he was told someone hurt <laughs> uh Robin the Frog, so. And then Miss Piggy was told that this, you know, this was going to look really good in Kermit's eyes. So, I got all the reasons down for my squad. They're they're called the uh, the, the justified. justified. They're called just just the justified because in their eyes, they the are very justified. In this Timothy fight, Hill and they're, they're going to win. No. <laughs> that is mis- uh,
2: that's perfect, dude. I love it. <laughs> All right, All right, so uh, just to got I've got Crazy Harry, I've got Oscar the Grouch, and Mr. Beaker. Um, so to round out this crazy bunch of psychopaths, which might even just be my name, I don't care, man. Um, cra- the crazy bunch of psychopaths are rounded out by another one who you might not remember, uh, maybe for good reason. Again, just like Crazy Harry, I try to forget him every night. Um, his name is Uncle Deadly. Uh, he is a blue basically a like a dragon looking monster. He wears a cape. Um, He is known as the Phantom of the Muppets franchise. He's essentially a parody of the Phantom of the Opera. Um, And again, you Google that man, look at the images and look into his cold dead eyes and tell me that he wouldn't slice your neck in a street fight. It's like looking into the Night King's eyes. I mean, there's nothing there. There's no life there. Uh yeah, he he was every time he was shown in the muppets it wasn't often cuz I'm I'm sure it scared the shit out of kids. He was shown alongside horror icon Vincent Price. So tell me someone terrifying terrifying like that does not belong in a street fight. Um yeah, I just think that again, I said it, I had one defense left. I mean, we're talking about muppets and Sesame Street. Most of these car- these, you know, picks are going to be dissuaded from a fight at the end of the day by a song about learning their ABCs or something. This guy doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit about your kids. He just wants to kill. So he was a henchman in the Muppets movie, the uh the Jason Siegel movie. He was one of um one of the main villains henchmen, you know? And I think he's still bitter about that. I think he wants to be the main villain. So I think that this again, the the group of psychopaths is rounded out by by Uncle Deadly.
0: I, I like this as far as uh, you can't go very more nefarious than this guy. You know, he is always just there as the bad guy. He looks like it. He's just really very creepy looking. He's a dragon. So, like, I mean, I feel like he's going to be able to ha- hang, uh,
1: uh, handle his own. I don't know. I mean, he's kind of retired from that life. He has been Miss Piggy's personal assistant for, like, the last eight years.
2: Listen Look. listen if you, you know, were Miss Piggy's assistant how you long know, would it, for it take for you job. to
1: snap and want to kill her Uh I mean he's on Miss
2: Piggy's payroll I'm just saying man he knew Vincent Price in another life I'm sure he is not really concerned about money at this point
0: I think it's safe to say he's probably your your team's backer. I bet he's got a decent decent role. Um but you know, yeah, he, he might be on the older side, but he has wisdom. I feel like he'd be a pretty good strategist for, for your squad, for your gang, man. Um I I think it's a fairly good pick, though he might be past his fighting prime. That is one, one worry some thing. So that leaves your team up for possibly maybe only two actual fighters. That's completely fair.
2: That's uh, I I attend to that, but I will tell you as far as as Deadly Uncle Deadly goes, I'll just give you two words. Brett Favre. Okay, retired what, thirteen times, still kicking. All right. This podcast brought to you by Wrangler.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He does. I will say
0: uh, Uncle Deadly looks a lot better than Brett Favre right now.
1: That guy- i mean we don't know i mean deadly might be just wrapped oh. up in copper sleeves from like knee to elbows
0: <laughs> oh oh okay well then that ends the street fight draft fellas um, how do you feel it. about you
2: team? Yeah. Thad, go ahead. I want to hear just one final pitch. Thad. Your... Yours is a bit of a wild card. I love it, but I want to hear how the cohesion is going to come for your team.
1: Well, you know, I think I've got a bunch of vets who just want to win. You know, they're there to survive. The Count is, you know, he's the oldest living member maybe in the universe. Possible Immortal. Him and Larry King. I mean, I dare say, he may be a couple years older than Larry King. Oh. They do have <laughs> high school photos together, though. <laughs> oh, man.
0: And, and then, you you know, you got some muscle. You, you got uh, a, a weapons guy. You got a superhero. I've got the Dark got Lord a and
1: <laughs> a giant bird with mm-hmm. large feet and a deadly, deadly pecker. That's yes, true. I said it. Pause. He can...
2: <laughs> 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 How dare you? Uh, he could, he could <laughs> really run through someone with a with that that beak. I mean, that's a pretty sharp looking beak. So with I that, like it.
0: Well, that that is a very, very uh, challenging squad to overtake. But I think my team just. I could do it. You know, I got I got the size. You know, I got... Gorgon's pretty big himself. I got Gorgon, Cookie Monster, Sweetums, Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy pretty much probably has more fighting skills than any of them. So, like, she can put the hurt on all of them. Cookie Monster is just going to be this just monster on this rage. Just this hunt to hurt everybody so he can get his cookies. And then you cannot forget about Rizzo the Rat. He is just chilling, doing his thing. No one's noticing where he is until it's too late. And he's slicing the neck. He's taking Grover out like that. He's, he, he's taking out the Swedish chef before he can even see him. Animal ain't going to be able to touch him. Rizzo the rat's going to be so sneaky. Um, and then when it's all said and done, Gorgon's going to eat, eat a couple Muppets. So... I'm just taking people I off the board. I think Gorgon probably eats uh, the I'm bacon on your confident. team before oh.
1: anyone else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now they have a, a business uh, deal, okay? so I mean, what, again, crazy, like I said before, uh, man, like, to at the end of the
2: day, we all forget our, our fight over a simple song. If it's Sesame Street or Bumpet's rules, not my team, man. I mean, Animal maybe, maybe Swayed, but the other four are kind of unhinged. Uh, especially, I want to commend the three of us that neither, you know, we didn't pick Kermit or Elmo. Um, I like to think this is in some fictional universe where they're both dead and the subsequent universes have kind of fallen apart due to that. Uh, but I think that between my five, they're all a little bit unhinged and they're going to say, fuck your song and they're going to keep fighting. Um, and, you know, as I bring that up, I just, if you're listening after you finish this episode, please, if you haven't listened to it, go look up Weird Al, Elmo's Almost got a gun because it's the funniest shit I've ever heard. And it probably, uh, Thad brought up the idea for this, but I'm sure it, it, it has been the inspiration for many conversations like this. It's a fucking hilarious song. But yeah, I just think that my my jolly group of psychopaths um will not be swayed by some, some inspirational song at the end of
0: it i will say kyle i, I think your team is is very yeah. sneaky at how how uh dangerous they could end up being okay they they don't have the divide the like the uh physicality but i i think they'll make up for it in some scrappy and some really unpredictable traps and and, and bombs so <laughs> I, I dig it um i think these are all three gangs that are Throw down and give us a, a, a really good entertaining street fight.
1: I was gonna say, uh I, would I think love... Kyle may have just what, what, go ahead, uh, figured out the reason why we're fighting here. He just said uh Kermit is dead, Kermit and Elmo are dead. Did Kyle, did you just come up with the uh, like Jim Henson's Civil War? <laughs> like, I
2: really want it. As I was saying it, I was like, God on heaven, please someone be listening.
0: Yeah, it's a vacuum, guys. Like, the, the vacuum is there for for to take over. the turf war. Everyone's just trying to vie for that top Which spot, side is going to
1: sign the Henson Accords? Turf <laughs> war. Oh. No. oh, no. Oh,
0: man. And all the fraggles are all dead already. Poor.
2: God, talk about Dark Series. They were finales. just too. Kind of...
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. So, in this Civil War of Muppets. Who would reign supreme? Uh, I got to um, go with... Who would y'all you I mean, put your you know, money on, guys?
2: As with every draft sales show, I want to go with mine. But I, I actually want to go with Damon's. I think that they have the widest range. Um, I think with a street fight, this is less important. But with any kind of fight, you do need someone or everyone to kind of take on their own roles. And with Team Justified, I think that's like very easy with each of these people. They all have clear motivation, which we didn't really talk about. But they, yeah, like Damon mentioned, they all have great motivation to be in this fight. So that's that's my pick.
0: My pick as well. Um, I would have gone for you, Thad, <laughs> right up until you, you went with Miss Dawn and and you just casted a the sunset all on your team. Sorry, um, I'm rolling in mind. I, I think uh, they're just going to be a little too strong, a little too uh, violent to, to be able to. To
1: withstand, so. Oh, absolutely. That. My <laughs> team Money on, has on your, your an squad. immortal. And two people who are basically inv- vulnerable to pain. And possibly the Dark Lord. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm going with my team. <laughs> Even if, let's say that she's just a seven-year-old girl, she does have a giant deadly snake that can eat you. So even if she isn't the Dark Lord,
0: yeah, yeah uh, that you know she does uh, have the giant
1: the, snake that will kill. The
2: snake can kill, but what is the snake if not a muppet? And what does Damon have if not the, the muppet eater? So that I mean, I'm just saying, man.
1: <laughs> Again, like immortal, Daddy giant bird, immortal <laughs> giant bird, <laughs> uh, pig. <laughs> Chef with Vibranium Knives. <laughs> uh, Super Grover <laughs> yeah, with Iron Man vibranium Suit. <laughs> and
0: knives. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, I'm going to my team.
0: Well, uh, you have every right to. Um, I can't hate. Um, I think I have to say if I was going to pick a favorite draft choice out of everybody... I would definitely go with Swedish Chef. I think he would just be so versatile out there, and I feel like he really could take care of a lot of business and uh, make it yeah, make it a I, really I agree. close Swedish match. Swedish Chef is probably my team. top pick. What do you think? I'll uh,
2: also shout out um, Super Grover just because that was a that's one that I wasn't even thinking of until he was brought up. Um, honestly, you know, I only I know we only do one of these each episode, but I want to do a bunch of because like you guys really came through. Like I love Rizzo as well. I think Rizzo actually might be my top because that's a real sneaky pick. Um, he can get into places that his teammates can't. I really want to see a scene of the Civil War fight, like him as Ant-Man in Grover's armor. Like, hello, this is your conscience speaking. Like, I would, <laughs> I would love to see that. Um, but, yeah, that's probably my
1: pick. What about you, Thad? Mm, yeah, you know what? I'm going to Prairie Dawn. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's committing to it. I, I gotta appreciate the committing to the bit. Homer pick
0: like nothing. Uh, I I love it. Yep. And I, I have to give a shout out to Oscar the Grouch because after realizing that he is eight foot two, you know, your team can do some damage just from that and they'll be in the fight for a while yep. just because Oscar is going to be throwing some haymakers. <laughs> Apparently his his, his <laughs> fist will probably be the size of like Way bigger than mm. Rizzo. The Rizzo has to stay far, far away from Oscar in this fight. Uh, okay, then y'all. Um, that was really fun. Um, can't believe uh, you know, he's we dead. didn't get our R. boy R. Kermit picked or drafted. But like we said, he's dead in, in the most
1: speech.
0: piece. <laughs> <laughs> R. <laughs> P. Frog. Like I told y'all, there was
1: no mirrors. Yeah.
0: My t- <laughs> <And> no mirrors. <laughs> Well, uh, that was a lot of fun. Oh, man. Um, of course, everybody, if y'all have any comments, criticisms, um, ideas for future drafts, if you want to be a guest, just let us know. Uh, hit us up on planet.fantasypod at gmail.com. We'll be sure to hit you back. And uh, follow us on Instagram at planet.fantasy. Uh, we try to do some like nice mini drafts on the weekends. And nope, that's it. To Thank do, you guys do a bunch for of interactive stuff. episode. Uh, Kyle, you have that anything else thanks to Thanks as always
2: for joining us, man. We can't wait to have you back.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. For sure. We will definitely <laughs> have you
0: back, man. Your, your ideas are uh, definitely some of the most absurd. So, uh, see you guys. Time. Bye. <laughs> all right, guys.